Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. A warm, hearty, lekker welcome to you, the listener out there. Isn't it lekker to walk into your local community plumbing store? And chat to those familiar faces who are knowledgeable and experienced to provide you with technical and theoretical support on all the products you buy from them. We're all familiar with the larger franchise and group retail supply stores, but we can never forget about our independent stores and what they bring to our local communities. But how do they survive and how do they compete so that they can still add value to technicians, installers and even to other customers? even the consumer. I'm Willem Klopper, your host, and in this episode, I chat with Marius Rickert and Alvain Kotzer of LJR Plumbing Supplies and LJR Pump Distributors, respectively. Gentlemen, a warm welcome to the two of you, and thanks for your time and effort in joining me. Thank you, Willem. Thank you, Willem. All right, so just before we delve into your businesses respectively uh the the ljr plumbing suppliers and the ljr pump distributors um let's just introduce yourselves to our listeners out there quickly just so that they know who they're listening to who you guys are um just a slight bit of a career background and how you fit into the current scheme of things your roles and your responsibilities uh marius if you won't mind um willem uh, my plumbing um background background <laughs> my plumbing background actually started when i was in standard five when my father um took over a plumbing uh venture company um to yeah pursue a new career path um i grew up in the business i worked there holidays um yeah and then from there i gone and studied at tax um internal auditing um in 2005 and i graduated and from there i did my articles uh, and finished that in 2008 and i gone back to to the plumbing industry um i've been very active throughout um my whole time there did sales did receiving did picking ah yeah yeah all the functions back in the uh, storeroom back in the storeroom <laughs> yeah and in 2019 i i bought the company out from my father okay. and we grew from there um yeah so that's my history um do technical support um uh, and analysis everything <laughs> <laughs> before we started recording we said we've got the two gentlemen here uh the one who's more business focused and the other one who's more technical orientated but it sounds like you're both a bit of both yes both technical yeah. you're both business orientated Alvin, how about yourself? When it comes to me, uh, when I started off in 1998, just out of school, being a farmer on a farmer's land, uh, there's always this problem with water. And working with my dad, who's also in the water industry, I started loving this industry, and everything grew from there. I had my own business for about 15 years, in the actual installations of pumps, portal equipment, uh, water transfer pumps, anything to do to move water around. Mm. 
uh, got relocated with the wife to Gauteng. Worked at one or two of the major pump companies in, in Gauteng. And then from December 2022, started with Marius with a new venture. And we have been going strong for the past year. The business is picking up quite well. And together with myself, uh, Marius and the team at Aljar Pumps, we've got a cumulative experience of over 50 years in, mm. in the water industry at the moment. That's excellent, because that's exactly our target audience. The, the, the listener out there, you out there, the plumbers, the installers, the people who transport the most valuable commodity in life, water. Um, I think, you know, the people, the, the average consumer out there, really has a great misperception and a, uh, an under underappreciation of plumbers and the plumbing industry. Only until they open that tap and they realize there's no water, uh, you know, there's a blockage in their pipes or a burst pipe or something like that, then then they they immediately think of a plumber. But other than that, plumber is always the afterthought, hey? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, they transport and they're responsible for installing the infrastructure that transports, you know, that valuable or the most valuable commodity in life. And it's lacquer to then hear from, behi- you know, behind the scenes to, to, to chat to those who supply the installers, those who supply the plumbers. But you guys do a variety of things. You, you've got the supply store and you've got the, the pump store. We'll get to that a little bit later in our conversation. Um, Marius, so... You know, our plumbers, when, when we're talking about supply, most of our plumbers, you the listener out there would know, they're familiar with, you know, your, your, the larger sort of franchise type of stores, supply and retail stores, and, 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 um, or the group retail stores for that matter. But the fact is that there, there exists a necessity. It's necessary for... Uh, your independent stores. We can refer to them as, as your smaller supply stores, but uh, I, I think we, we're going to be underestimating it because especially when we chat about your store and to what it grew from from its beginnings to what it grew to to what it is today, uh, let's not use the smaller stores. Let's use the phrase the independent stores. There exists that necessity for them to exist. Um because it's job creation and even more job creation than, than otherwise, but also for what they bring to the community and to those that they supply to, the installers, that, that kind of service, that relationship and the path that they walk with them. Um, but tell us a little bit about LJR Plumbing specifically. When did it begin? Uh, who is your team? Where are you located? Uh, provide you know you, you guys what what do you do what kind of services do you provide what kind of products do you provide Willem um, we located in Queenswood in Pretoria and I think if you speak to any plumber based in Gauteng our name would have come up somewhere um, reason being is the product knowledge that we have the the experience um, the the quality of service, if I can call it like that. Um, if, if you go to a big chain um, uh, shop, uh, you'll find that normally they we call them new part sellers. 
So you get there and you've got a tab, but only the eight parties is broken and they want to sell you the whole complete okay. unit. As soon as you tell them, listen, but it's only a wash or head part, they don't stock that item. And for uh, a plumber doing the job every day um, and, and customers with information do, uh, containing uh, what the price is on a product, uh, you can't pitch there with a new new tab because the economy at this stage doesn't uh, make space for it. Um, so plenty of our chain stores near to us, they refer the client to, to us and say, listen, we can't sell you the airport separately or the spout or the, but go to LJR. And I think that's where we come in to, to, do, to give the, the, the plumber the opportunity to go in and, and do the job for the minimal cost um, and, and complete, complete it. And then again, the experience. So you get a ring feed um, on a geezer, doing the installation, close off a shower, and then next moment when you open the mains, the water pumps out of the PRV. Um, and then most of people don't know what's, what's wrong. So, and um, many times I get in my car, I go there, I check and I say, okay, listen, th there's a problem there. Uh, we try to find it. And I don't think you'll get any of that personalized service from a, from a chain company where either manager or owner of the business will actually go out. And go and assist the, go and assist the technician. Um, the technician. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that is where we add value. Um, to the whole chain, um, and we've in the in the plumbing store, we've got ten experienced salespeople, um, and we don't we don't like the staff rotation because you get to a shop and you you get a connection with a certain sales guy, and two months later he's gone. Um, our we've got salespeople there that's been there for eighteen years already. <laughs> yeah. um, so we we tend to look after the salespeople because they look after the service. Um, to the clients, um, so and that's I think that's where we can add value to it. Um, we've got a um, facility at the plumbing. We we're busy with expansion now, again, um, adding an th additional thousand two hundred square meter uh, warehouse. <laughs> Feels like um, to it. Um, so and and then again deliveries. Um, if if you need something tomorrow, we'll make it work to get it to you by tomorrow. Um, big chain company, you have to fall into the delivery schedule, otherwise you must come and collect the items. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, I would say it's 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 in personal service and the relationship that you can build with a certain guy that you see every day. Uh, our biggest client base is plumbers. We do service the DIYs and and but I, I like to see the same guy tomorrow again there in the shop. If there's a problem, we sort it out and we go on um, like in a Chain company again, you get there, you wait for somebody to assist you someday, and then <laughs> <laughs> someday you say, and and, and then then after an hour you get three phone calls from a client asking where you are. Yeah, um, so I think that's where where we are. You've you've mentioned a couple of interesting facts here that that I actually didn't know about your store before um, you mentioned it now. Um, especially those where you set the head part only that's available um, and that it's something that's otherwise hard to come by for the installer, for the technician. And and it's also difficult for a technician when he cannot get hold of that part. 
because he's the one who has to explain to the customer, the consumer, the end user, uh, why he has to replace a whole thing instead of only a, a part or a component thereof. And and like you said yourself, you know, the, the consumer, the customer, they are well informed these days. You know, they know what a, what the cost, they can Google something, they can YouTube, uh, you know, a video on YouTube and check out how it's done. And, and, and when a technician arrives there and says, okay, well, you know what, I'm going to have to replace the whole thing. It's only this part that's broken or, or dam- uh, you know, dysfunctional, but I have to replace the whole thing. It makes it difficult um, for, for, for those technicians to then retain that business because, you know, the customer is going to say, but why? Why can't you just replace that part? Um, and it's then good to hear about your, your independent stores, especially LJR, that, that keeps those parts. It was also lucky to hear about those relationships. You rem- you said you would like to see the same guy, the same client customer walk into the door next the next day. Um, we call it return business. Um, and it's also, if they are return customers, they are also going to do referrals. They're going to tell other plumbers where to go and buy. You know, they're going to tell the, 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 the plumbing buddies and say, hey, you know what? Um... You're struggling to find that part and that part? Go and visit LJR. And that's lucky to hear. But something that stood out for me, you mentioned the relationship that you build, the kind of services that you build, but also what stood out for me was the knowledge of your staff. Because it's both the the technical aspects of the, the products that they sell as well as the theoretical part. And that's something very, very, you know, that's a scarcity in supply stores. Um, and, and surely, I mean, that takes years of experience that takes training. They need training on the products. Where do they get that knowledge and that training from? Um, I think it's, it's a thing that came from, from my father. Um, he's quite technical guy. Um, so if you don't understand how a thing works, we'll take it, we'll strip one and we'll open it and see how it works. Um. So mainly on, on, on the functionality of any product, the master flow, anything. If, if we, I, I can remember a few years ago, the heat pumps only came out. And um, Alan himself from the PRB, he, he assisted us. And we put up a flat plate collector with um, temperature probes and compared to a, a, a heat pump. So the internal testing and functionality is a thing. If somebody gets there and doesn't understand how it works, we'll strip it for him. And we'll show him. And I think that's the easiest because you can, uh, on university, we call it the OER situation. So they show you a lot of, of slides and you say OER, OER, but that's you never. The you, penny drops. It's like you that. never touch the item. Um, so we rather open it and strip it. And if we don't know, we get someone to, to assist us. Um, I, again, there was a lot of training done in the. In, in actually in the manufacturing side, um, but most of those um, are really closed down due to yeah. the, the economy. Um, I can remember Lixols, um walk through the factory, and but you can't do it anymore. Um, so yeah, so we try to 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 do in in our training on 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 those items. And um, I know that, that, that you don't know. from some of the other. Sorry to interrupt you there, Marius, but some of the other uh, uh, you know the brands. The, the manufacturers, like I, like I said, and even some of the distributors, they, they also give training. They go out of their way to travel to, to certain areas and go and give training to 
the supply stores, the people in the supply stores. Um, so certainly some of your training also comes from, from the actual manufacturers there. Whether they, their factory is here in South Africa or whether their factory is abroad, but they've got someone here who's technical enough to give that kind of training. So what we sometimes do is the, the importer or the manufacturer, they contact us and they ask if they can have a, a gazebo day. And then they bring the products to to, to, to the shop, and then we buy a dog. And then uh, they show us. Listen, this is this is the system make. This is a dual system make. This is how it works. It opens, close, and during that time, the salespeople will also pass by there and see how, how it works. Um, so yeah, the, from from some of the importers and manufacturers, we actually do get them to to come to us we had uh, i think apex the other day there with a nice cattle float valve um setup that they're busy with um so yeah from the manufacturer side we we also do get um support support from them now that's quite lacquer um i mean it's one thing to to recommend a product to to a technician or to a customer but it's another thing to recommend it and, and, and then understand exactly why you recommend it. Why you, you recommend this one instead of that one because it will do the job better or you know, it functions better for the circumstances in which it's going to be used at the end of the day. Or, or, the, or the cost. Um, one example is uh, it's near, near to December and questions that we do get from, from homeowners is, listen, I want to put solar onto my house. Which one is the best, the flat plate, the EVT, or, or heat pump? Um, because there's cost involved in, into that items. And uh, then the normal question that I normally ask them is, listen, um, if you pay f- pay for the room, put in the heat pump. Because you can't explain to someone who's paying for hot water, sorry, the, the sun didn't shine today. But but the capital outlay for heat pump is more expensive than a flat plate. So. So if if you put in a geyser wise with an EVT of a flat plate and you get home and you, you, your timers was out, you'll understand, listen, I must just press this power button, I'll have water within the next 45 minutes. So then the 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 um, the decision decision is then with you. Listen, do I want to take out the 15,000 or 10,000? Yeah. Uh, what do I want to take out? Um, so the client still has the... Has the the final say. Final say in it, um, but we do guide them to. This is a pros and that's the cons. Um, so, just yeah. lacquer. Well, you guys, LJR, the name LJR, the brand, it was it registered two thousand and four. Yes, and it, it had humble beginnings. It was what was it six hundred and something square meters or five hundred square meters? Actually, a lot, lot smaller it, than that. But yeah, it developed. Three. Now you you mentioned that at this current point you are developing another additional 1200 square meters yes but currently it is before you now add that new one it is it is 1200 so yeah we'll be 2400 squares now 2000 just on the plumbing (laughs) that's why i said you know let's not talk about the smaller plumbing supply stores because (laughs) it will be a a great underestimation to use the word smaller i mean 2400 square meters for plumbing supply store is massive i mean that's massive um and i want to commend you on that you know it's 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 good to see how local businesses just you know they start they may start off with humble beginnings but then you know they grow and develop and expand and and it it's a job creation and and the value that you add to the plumbers, the installers, like you said, give them 
different options that they may not find at your bigger, larger, um, you know, the, 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 the franchisees or so, something like that. But let's talk quickly about, uh, we were talking about growing and developing. I wanted to ask about your, your mission. LJR Plumbing Supplies, the, the, the mission reads competitive prices and excellent service. Um, tell us a little bit more uh, about the meaning of that because one of my questions to you would be, all right, so how does your company actually survive? Because you've got to compete with massive, you know, the, the, the franchise stores has got 50 to 80 branches nationwide. So when they buy from the from you know, the manufacturers or distributors, they may get bulk, uh, bulk discounts, whereas you, although you have a massive shop, you know, you don't necessarily get the same buy on uh, prices. Um, but I'm going to leave it to you to tell me about your um, that that sort of slogan or that mission. That it okay. The the competitive price is not focused on the cheapest. Um, so what we focus on is uh, we got good quality SABS products. Um, reason being for that is we supply to many of the big housing um, insurance installers. And as soon as you get a failure on a fitting in the roof and it's not SABS, it's not backed by the manufacturer, the, the, the liability is on us. So the thing is we, we supply good quality products at competitive prices. So if you take a basket, for instance, we, we will compete with the baskets um, if you take a geezer, vacuum breaker, teepees, elbows, copper tube, we'll, we'll be within the chain companies pricing with that. So they can run a special on a geezer, but they also got pricing matrixes that at the end of the day will end up with what the basket total will be. Um, so I think that's, that's more to their advertising um, alignment than... The, the normal pricing. What we found actually with the last five years with South African companies being bought out by international companies, it's it's actually opening the playing field to us. Um, the, the directors is somewhere overseas looking at line GPs and on, on individuals and not the total GP range. So we found that over the last five years, the, the whole playing field as even and f coming from the history of having to prov provide excellent service to, to to retain the client we've been in that mindset of you have to deliver you have to uh, the price have to be good but we have to deliver it by today tomorrow it has to be this so we've got the um you know this the service backing thereof already where other people still have to Stand in the queue and wait. Stand in the queue and wait. Um, so I think the competitive prices, you get a good product, you get um, for, for a basket pricing and excellent service. I mean, we we online, we, we deliver actually a 24-7, 365 service. So, so there's a standby number. Um, if you 2 o'clock in the morning, there's a water towers without water and you need a cascade lamp, you phone the number, we go, we open up. <laughs> yes, and, like. yeah so that's uh 
that's where the excellent service comes in. Yeah, no, that's uh, you. You couldn't have stated a better excellent service. There, there aren't many uh, suppliers who does uh, supply stores who does that. Um, I can uh, who do that. As I haven't, I haven't heard of that before. So, um, and I do know that many of our plumbers work standby hours. They, you know, if there's an emergency at two o'clock in the morning, they have to go and assist. Um, especially if it's in your, uh, you know, like your medical institutes or those kind of things. But the fact is that th- th- there aren't necessarily the s- supply stores that, that operate at those kind of hours in the mornings. So well done to that. I'm going to go. I just quickly did the math, but uh, the, the past December, um, we did a, over 100 call-outs um, between Christmas and New Year's. reason being is your, your local supply chain store they keep the normal item um so but a 315 cascade isn't isn't any any warehouse and we stock emergency um supplies uh your normal dailies your first fixes second fixes um so it's easy if you phone chances is 95 percent that we'll have the fitting in store so yeah just have an idea listen i've got a couple of more questions for the two of you um, Alvin's been qu- quite quiet uh, throughout this conversation, <laughs> but we're going to get to you just now. We're going to put you on the spotlight just now, Alvin. Um, to our listeners out there, uh, stay tuned. We're going to cross over to a quick ad break. Don't go away. Please have a listen to these ads. They are for your benefit and your interest. Uh, myself, uh, Marius, and Alvin will be back right after this. Are you a tradesperson or trading company that's looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at info at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Welcome back. You're still tuned into a lucky episode of the Man in the Van podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, your host, and my two guests, Marius Rickert and Alvin Kotzer of LJR Plumbing Suppliers uh, and then LJR Pump Distributors, respectively. Um, earlier in our conversation, I asked whether there's a possibility of growth. You yourself re- referred to the growth of the, the extension of the floor space um, of the plumbing supply stores. Um, but re- there's recently been some developments. You open an additional store, and this is where sort of Alvin fits into the picture at the moment. So Alvin, if you don't mind, please tell us a little bit more about LJR Pump Distributors. Um, when, when, when was the store opened? Uh, what is the range of the products sold there? And then we'll continue on with a couple of other questions I have there. Thanks, Willem. Yes, uh, I joined uh, the team in December of last year, but the store already opened in September. Uh, We are based in Eastland, Pretoria. And our main focus there was to be an additional service and support to the plumbing side initially. But uh, this grew so fast that we actually now delivering a huge service to not just the LJR plumbing or the plumbing industry, but also to our building contractors, our drilling contractors, our development uh, companies that do new developments for houses. And uh, saying that, our range has grown so much, not just from submersible pumps where the plumbing side will use it for lift pumps or some pumps or anything. We're now doing drilling equip, uh, drilling pumps, uh, boral equipment, 
VSD pumps, uh, transfer pumps, mining pumps. So this actually exploded quite fast and uh, we can't really complain uh, when it comes to growth in the company because month on month this company has exploded and soon they, without Marius actually wanting to do this, but I'm sure they will be uh, expansion coming soon. <laughs> and then one of the other things that came across our road is our testing facility. Uh-huh. We've got a state-of-the-art testing facility in progress. Uh, currently, we can only do the mechanical testing, where our electronical testing bay is still in development. A few teething problems that we're still struggling to figure out at the moment. But uh, going forward, I think this will be a state-of-the-art facility, not just to benefit plumbing and pumps, but the community and all our contractors and service providers. And when you say testing, testing is for the pumps, for the pumps itself? That's mainly for the pumps, whether it be boral equipment, uh, pressure pumps, mining pumps, uh, where we can compare the actual pump to manufacturer specifications. We can test for vibrations we can test for heat uh, mechanical failure performance uh, anything that has to be tested or according to all the supplier specifications we can plot a current graph of where, where your pump is actually pumping at the moment we can compare it live and plot it live uh, compared to the distributors or manufacturer specifications we can have backups on this we can supply a printout Customers can log in and actually view the pump being tested. Oh, wow. So it's a live live uh, feed that will go out to your customers as well, where we don't just say we did we tested your pump. We can actually view mm. us testing your pump live. So you've got the live feedback, which actually then helps the customer, not just where lots of other testing companies might say, uh, you're in a queue. So, but now you can actually view where you are, mm, and the what's, what's, what's the progress, what's the delay, or what's been going on. But, but Alvin, I want to ask quickly, okay, so uh, under which circumstances would, would something be need to be tested? Is this when a fault goes with a product and you test it for warranty purposes? Uh, is it testing for um, uh, for? St- compliance with standards or something like that i just want to clarify that part quickly why would something need to be tested in the first place why would a, a, a somebody come to you with a pump and say it needs to be tested for whatever so what typically happens is a customer will either have a product installed in his premises or building and it's not performing as they suspected it should be or there's a lack of performance or something's leaking and then for them to assess what's wrong and for us to assist them with a proper quotation or either a replacement or repairs, we then first have to see what the pump is actually performing at or what's happening. Mm. Whether it be a, a mechanical seal that's leaking, bearing noise, and when, as soon as you've got a mechanical seal, seal leaking, that means the next step will be a bearing because the mechanical seal will then leak water into your bearings, which will then cause the pump or machine to labor harder. And then that will, in effect, then let the pump heat up or anything. So it's all, if one thing starts happening, the next thing is going to happen. So we can then assess that client and tell him, listen, the mechanical is leaking. We can fix only the mechanical seal or we can do the bearings while we are busy with this. It's up to you. 
but then we've already run, ran the report. So if the customer says, no, I don't have the money, I'm only going to do the mechanical seal. Then within a month, he brings it back and says, but you, you did a poor job. We can then go back onto the system and say, listen, we did assess it. We did tell you there is a problem with the bearings. We suggest or recommend doing everything. And then uh, we go from there. And then we can pull the report again and says, it was running at 60%. It's now running at 40%. Your pump is going to burn out. Or uh, We're not in the business of what do you call it, uh, re-smoking. Yeah. So when the, when the smoke comes out, there's normally a problem. So <laughs> so for us to, to re-smoke it, it's, it's, it's quite difficult. So uh, that's the difficult part. So we tend to fix something before we have to re-smoke it. <laughs> and, and fully fix it. And I, I like what you say because at the end of the day, um, giving that report and being able to test at all those different levels and test all those different factors – that gives the client the opportunity to make a fully informed decision. So when he decides that he wants only this part or that part repaired and fixed, um, you know, he made it being fully informed. Um, yes, that's it. It's not just me saying it. We've got the actual data saying your pump is packing up or we need to replace this. It, but still at the end, it's the customer's prerogative if he's going to do this or not. And then we don't just want to sell him new parts or new pumps, although it's good for sales, but uh, we t when once again, it comes down to service. So I'd rather try and fix your product and have you uh, come back as a customer again or refer to as these guys looked after me and not just here for, for my money. Yeah. So yeah. Again, the fact is, is like Mario said earlier in the conversation, you want a return customer. You don't want to BS somebody and then at the end of the day, that's also word of mouth. You know, people would say, you know, but I was, I was, uh, let's call a spade a spade. I was bullshitted by that company or that company or that supply store or that test center or whatever the case may be. You don't want that. You want to be honest in your trade. You want to be respectable and honorable. And, and that's why you guys chose to do and choose, still choose to do the, the things the correct way. Um, but I want to ask now, I find it very interesting. We, we chatted about this off air before we started recording is, where did the whole idea for, uh, I mean, especially to keep it uh, separate, Marius, maybe uh, you, you can give us a little guidance on that, is to open up a pump store separately from your existing plumbing supply store. Uh, where did that idea sprout from? And, and then secondly, to add on to that, where did the idea for, for coming, you know, putting in place a test center come from? How did this even... Where was the idea born from? Okay, the uh, the two separate stores comes from uh, location of the plumbing. At this stage, is twenty years plus, uh, so the service providers they know where to come to. So and space constraints, restraints. Um, we don't have any space to expand more where the plumbing is situated. Um, so then uh, the idea of the pumps came from again excellent service um, and competitive pricing um, I found that the the pump market was quite an open market um, so for compared to what we used used to in plumbing um, and the the service part is the of I get a plumber he comes in and buys the material to go and repair a drain but now there's already water in the drain then we send them to other shops and either they don't have the stock or it's not feasible to buy to to buy the item 
Um, so then they they're with buckets standing the whole day and draining the the hole. And uh, and from returning clients saying, listen, no, it's either too expensive or they have to wait three days for for the specific item. I saw the opportunity and said, listen, let's let's go into the the, the pump side. Uh, and then again, the shortage of water at this stage, um, it, it integrates with plumbing. Mm. Um, so tanks, uh, filtration, all that stuff. And we, we keep the stock on the item. So when you walk in, we want you to walk out with the, the whole package, the, the whole, whole package. Yes. Uh, so, uh, we don't want you to get there, order it, and then there's delays. If you get in there, a standardized, fast-moving item will have. And, yeah, that's where it came from. And the thing is, that to keep that amount of stock, you need space. And so we didn't want to take it too far from where we are now because there is plenty of interaction between our current debtors going in, in between. But it's one shop is on one side of the highway, the one is on the other side. So <laughs> it's not that, that difficult to... To interact with each other, so yeah, that's where it came from, and that's why it's not on the same premises. The testing side of it, yeah. The testing side, um, we went to see insurance companies um, to work with them to do um, the supply of plumbing, either being um, repair materials like your cascade clamps. That's uh, you. You do get a, a building that can only shut off at ten at night. So now you can open and then you see, listen, I don't have this item. Um, and and um, on the insurance provider side thereof, or, or a um, um, rental management company, um, then tomorrow morning they've got 300 emails yes. saying, listen, I don't have water. And actually what you needed was just one clamp. Or a geezer. Um, you get a service provider that's allocated a job, but... They can only do it after six. Reason being is the homeowner is only at home at six. Then it was stated it was one fifty liter. Now it's actually two hundred. They don't keep stock at exactly. their yard, so they can. So we we went to see um, a few insurance companies because we offer the twenty four seven standby service. And from there, actually, it's weird, but we got into connection with the ag- agri side of the insurance company, and they said they've got on the agri side pumps, pumping fields, but down there they get a claim. And where do you test a 22-kilowatt pump um, to say, oh, listen, it's it's either it's been clogged or yeah, it's burned out. How do they approve the, the claim with without any proper testing. proper testing? And that's actually where it came on. And then again, um, I do have previous um, experience of handing in pumps, and then you get it back, and actually you can see nothing was done to it. Um, that BS you were talking about. <laughs> then you uh, say, so why must I pay this account? But there's no proof that anything was done. Yeah. So you get five pumps, and the technician he accidentally skips number three, and then number three is mine, and you have to take it back again. Um, so on, on, on that side. And, and for as long as you have to wait until it's fully repaired or actually repaired, that, that end user sits without water. Yes. Yeah. And there's no progress report. 
listen, where is it? No, it's there, number three on the shelf. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's, it's lacquer because that uh, that means you you've you've become more than just a supplier. You've become a solutions provider. Yeah, I mean, with everything that you provide, Alvin, I don't know if you would agree. It's it's providing a solution, and solutions are always there. Uh, where there was a gap or a need um, that existed beforehand and then somebody comes up with a solution. That's it, exactly. When it comes to our customers as well, when we speak to our customers, we tell them we are now a pump company. But uh, dealing with all the pump customers and agents, there's always something, and that's what Marius told me as well, what taught me in this year that I've been with him. If someone comes in and they said, listen, I use product X every single day. It's, although it's not a pump-related thing, but it's something that's add-on to a pump service or a pump kit or something. We then stock that for you. So you've got we've got that relationship with our customers. So instead of you driving around now for another half an hour or 45 minutes wasting time, which is your money, we would then look at it, okay, this is feasible, I'll stock it for you. And that extra service delivery and extra add-on services that we'd like to do. You might not make lots of money on it, but just you'll see it as an added service and they'll recommend you to everybody and says, listen, these guys look after me. They, they're they trying to assist me. Uh, we, it's not even in the scope of work, but still they've got it available for me. And that's one thing that I learned from Arias, that a little bit of extra makes the guys keep coming back and it it's word of mouth marketing. Yeah. It's something you can't pay for. Yeah. I want to ask quickly, so so your footprint, you're based in Pretoria. I mean, the two stores are in the testing centers based in Pretoria. But what if, let's say, for instance, somebody from another province would like to have something tested? I mean, how many test centers are there? I mean, it's, you know, I, I do a lot of these podcasts, and, and I don't come across a lot of test centers. So what if somebody else… To answer would- that is when we were with the insurance companies, they also asked us the same question. And the short answer is, how far can a courier courier report so that's the short answer so if you're willing to courier it to us we are willing to test it how far enough how fast yeah yeah how far enough fast yeah Mm. that's the other question eh? how fast you are because that's lacquer because you guys also deliver i mean that was one of the things that we that we discussed even before we started recording um we discussed about your delivery and 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 that you you make sure that by the time a a a technician installer contractor needs something then you make sure that they have it when they need it, but you also then deliver to to outlying areas. I mean, was it was it even as far as Nailstrom or? Yes, uh, we we have a, a route planned uh, each week. So uh, the furthest is Secunda sure. to Poch, to Rustenburg and to Nauboom. Sure. Is so we've got vehicles. So if you go to Secunda, we'll stop at Vetbank, Middelburg, Secunda. And then sometimes just come around and deliver something there, yeah, also. So, but yeah, I've been myself already. Um, we were doing a, one garage, or a service provider of us was doing a garage, and he said he'll, he's getting everything from us. And I drove through to Chatsworth on a Friday night, dropped it at seven there Saturday morning, and I came back. Um, so, so yeah. The services. You, you, you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, you said um, if you ask any plumber in Gauteng, and specifically in Pretoria, they would most probably have heard about or know about LJR. Um, but now I can I can say that 
don't forget about the other areas. I mean, <laughs> it's proof there. It's evident. People will know about you. But that's lacquer to hear. Um, gentlemen, I think we are running out of time for this, for this episode. Um, but I would like to ask you if you have any last words. Um, I would like to give you an opportunity if there's any exciting stuff that you want to share with our listeners. Um, or even if you would like to share your contact details. I mean, there may be some of our listeners out there who, who may be in need of testing done on pumps, etc. Um, then then you can welcome to share that, that contact details with them. Um, I think uh, plenty of, of plumbers themselves at this stage get bombarded with uh, water installation systems. And together going with that is um, that's the avenue we're lo- busy looking at. We're al- already bu- busy with it within pumps is the solar side um, of, of pumping solutions. Um, so either being booster pumps, ball pumps that, that's running on solar or hybrid systems. We offer a unit that can run you on hybrid. So if there's no electricity that run, runs on solar, or you can primarily, primarily run it on solar and backup use it as uh, on there and uh, we've done a s- two or three sites already just on the supply side there of of panels batteries inverters but th- that's a quite flooded market but the integration thereof on the panels to the pumping solutions is uh, is quite yeah it's quite busy and uh, growing growing expansion thereof so we do stock uh, solar solutions also at the pumps um, already, um, but yeah, it's, it's actually going in a all yeah. separate venture itself. Um, so yeah, <laughs> another so separate. The, the exciting, <laughs> the exciting expansion you're talking about. Um, so yeah, I, I wish I wish the municipalities would uh, would start implementing the solars to their pumps because uh, you know if if there's load shedding and there's no electricity to their pumps, they can't pump from the treatment plants to the reservoirs and from the reservoirs to the reticulation in the, in, you know, in the urban areas. So I wish they would start <laughs> having a look at it. Hey, hey, you, you went to the insurance companies, you chatted to them, Mario, so maybe you should go chat to the municipalities and start saying you supply there. <laughs> yeah, and when it comes to the, the plumbers as well, uh, at the pump section, we've got, quite lucrative packages now currently going with all this water backup systems when it comes to a complete solution either a vsd pump as maurice mentioned and then your 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 storage tanks with then your purification side as well we've got a whole package for the guys there depending on whether it's a small cottage or a double story house or a mansion we've got all the relevant and necessary equipment to give you a complete package to walk in and out with Alvin, I want to I want to contribute to what you were saying now. I just want to fill in there on um, is that that's something that's being that the demand therefore is growing. You know, water storage, um, grey water harvesting, rainwater harvesting. Because uh, you're saying that our natural resources are drying up. Besides the fact that you know municipal water can't always be trusted. And it's not always there. We, I've heard just yesterday, um, I read an article where they're saying that they are strongly considering implementing uh, water shedding. We've got load shedding, but they're now starting. And I mean, what do you do if you sit with wa- without water for X amount of hours, sometimes up to 10 hours? Because if we've got stage six load shedding, that means 10 hours a day without electricity. What, what do you do 10 hour to, hours of a day without water? 
You need toilets to flush. You need water to drink. You need water to cook with. I mean, think of hospitals and clinics and those kind of things. They constantly need water. They cannot go without water. So water storage, water water uh, uh, like grey water harvesting, uh, uh, grey water storage, grey water harvesting, rainwater harvesting, those kind of things are becoming highly in demand currently. Yes, you're quite correct. And with all of those situations, we do have a solution for you guys. So you're more than welcome to come visit us uh, at Tukumpani Avenue, LGR Pump Distributors. Speak to myself, Alvin Kotze, or Shorty. Shorty. <laughs> That's sweet and short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the plumbing, LGR Plumbing Supplies is uh, situated in 1232 Lawrence Street in Queenswood. Yeah, and then yeah, we've got, like I say, 10 sales guys there. You can just walk in. Find your personality type and, yeah. Um, Marius, I did know, uh, I know that just before we recorded, you said that you're, you're, uh, with with all the expansions coming to your store, um, you're also revamping, busy revamping your website. Um, but I do know that you guys currently do have an existing uh, website where they can get all the telephone numbers and e- email addresses, etc. If they want to make contact with you, especially uh, for for the testing on that testing side, um, what is the website currently? So the plumbing is www.ljrplumbing.com. And then the pumps is www.ljrpumps.ca. Gentlemen, I want to thank you for your time and your effort. Time is money. Um, And I do know that you guys got stuck in traffic on your way here. So I want to thank you for your time and your effort and coming and joining me for this conversation, but also for the information that you shared with our listeners you know many of them are plumbers and technicians themselves so it's lucky for them to hear what goes on behind the scenes thank you very much it's a pleasure thanks so much awesome to our listeners uh don't go away yet we're going to cross over to another quick ad break just before we close off this episode please have a listen to this ad break it is for your interest and your benefit but from marius alvin and myself that's a goodbye we'll definitely chat to you in the next one South African plumbers, this one's for you. Discover the Master Plumber magazine, your go-to source for SA Plumber. Available now on the app Plumber for Android. Stay updated with the latest in SA Plumbing. The Master Plumber magazine, your South African plumbing companion. Download now from the Android app store. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in the Van Podcast, your regular audio drive time companion. 